Welcome to Social Minute, the podcast that looks at the social network minute by minute. Today, we're going to be covering minute number 34, which goes from 33 to 33.59 on the clock. Uh, We start with um, the end of someone taking off their pants, um, and Eduardo tells us about the three lies. uh, And then we move on once again to, um, you know, uh, well, I mean... Uh, there's not really any kind of um, there's a little tiny bit of like um, you know email stuff but it's mostly um, the lawyer gauge kind of um, <laughs> saying you know that mr. Zuckerberg registered a domain and you know <laughs> and and then kind of questioning Eduardo I think one final time in this particular deposition you know asking about you know the Harvard connection um, and then you know we kind of we get to, we get to a point where we have like you know an email where he you know he says hi Cameron I'm still a little skeptical that we have enough functionality in the site and then that's where we finish <laughs> we kind of cut him off mid sentence um, but it's this this is you know this is kind of mostly the kind of damning evidence you know first of all we'll finish off with Eduardo um, and then we kind of go back to the the kind of deposition and joining me to talk about today is Ollie Brady hello Ollie oh that's the first lie. Am I really Ollie Brady? Yeah. <laughs> I the thing that I love as well is when um, people who are like kind of in their early twenties or teens refer to each other as Mister. So <laughs> I like the fact that the senior says Mister Saverin when Eduardo kind of pipes up and says I know. And also again, this isn't this is another thing like you know we've talked about this in previous minutes. Eduardo seems like the kind of person who wants to get involved. So you know of course he knows what the statue of the three lies is because you know he I'm guessing he's probably done a bit of research on what some of the kind of hazing things are going to be and so he wants to go out there prepared but also this feels like the kind of thing that you know living in a dorm with you know someone like Mark Zuckerberg or like I, I, it feels like kind of general knowledge or knowing about stuff is something that probably you know you would have to kind of know like you know if Mark Zuckerberg's going to kind of talk at you about people you know in in China with IQs and all this kind of stuff you have to kind of be able to keep up with him so it feels like maybe Eduardo kind of knows a few things just so that if if kind of Mark starts talking about stuff he can kind of throw some stuff back at him and also at the same time I get the feeling that you know obviously Mark Zuckerberg had a perfect you know he got a perfect score in his SATs and he had designed this website that you know he gave gave away basically didn't sell it to Microsoft so there's all there's all that kind of stuff which's like well you can kind of guess how Mark Zuckerberg got in you know and obviously uh, in the opening scene, Erica kind of chides him and is like, you know, what part of Long Island are you from? Like, so obviously there's a kind of class thing there. So you have to feel that Mark Zuckerberg got into Harvard on his merits. Uh, and obviously he's also told Erica about the fact that, you know, Eduardo made 300,000 on oil futures, but that's not enough to kind of stand out at Harvard. Like, so we get, I get the impression that, you know, the fact that Eduardo knows this kind of information about Harvard is probably down to the fact that, you know, when preparing to get into Harvard, he probably had to do some kind of research or like he had to make it clear why he wanted to go to Harvard. And probably knowing the history of Harvard was something that maybe he kind of learned. And maybe that's how he knows this. Like it just it just makes me feel that like Eduardo, you know, for want of a better phrase, is a bit of a tryhard. Yeah. Like he has to, you know, it al- kind of get to fit in. You know, It also reads like uh, nerdy trivia knowledge. That's the kind of thing where somebody goes, 
Oh, look at this statue. There's three things wrong with it. Well, first of all, it was it's got the wrong year of the foundry. Second of all, yeah. that's not even Harvard. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not John Harvard, uh, and Harvard wasn't founded by John Harvard. Yeah, that's what I like, and that's not John Harvard. Like, I also I I kind of do like the kind of rush delivery as well that that um, Andrew Garfield delivers. You know, I'm guessing that it wasn't really that cold on set when they were doing this because, you know, for welfare reasons, I don't think they probably would have done that. <laughs> but you do get you do get the idea that he's rushing these facts because he knows that, you know, he can, you know, he, he like if he can get these facts out, maybe they can get out of here quicker. And <laughs> like it's not just for his kind of benefit, you know, for everybody. He's like, let's just get the facts out of the way. Let's just move on from this this silly trial and let's just kind of get on to the next thing. Let's get back to just, you know, drinking Jack Daniels straight from the bottle. Um and I, you know, also, of course, he, he then gets questioned, you know, you don't just need to be able to say what the three lies are. He then gets an extra question. And, you know, this is where Eduardo kind of stumbles in his delivery a little bit. And he's like a friend of the sculptor, Daniel Chester. And I just I kind of like how, you know, it feels like someone re- kind of recalling some kind of information and kind of struggling. That they've gone and studied for. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, uh, in the script, it's described as another kid simply falls to his hands and knees and, and throws up. And, uh, you know, that is what happens. <laughs> it's, and it's kind of, it's kind of, I, I like how, you know, some of the stuff in Sorkin's script is kind of little embellishments and stuff that they don't, you know, they don't really kind of do. But I like when they kind of follow his direction a little bit. And it's like, yeah. Uh, and also, um, you know, a note in the script is like the way that um, Aaron Sorkin does something that screenwriters do in scripts a lot, which is he doesn't finish the sentence. He just says, we, and that's the end of the sentence. And it says, and then the next <laughs> line it's cut to. And it's just, I don't know, it's just a screenwriter thing that is sometimes quite funny to see where, like, as if he's reading this to you, as if Aaron Sorkin is saying, you know, another kid simply falls to his hands and knees and throws up, and we cut to interior, second deposition room. And then this is where we kind of get, I don't know, I would say that this is probably the most damning thing that Mark Zuckerberg did during this kind of time period, where he says, 39 days after Mr. Zuckerberg's initial meeting with my clients, and he still hadn't completed work on Harvard Connection, but on the 11th of January 2004, he registers the domain name The Facebook via Network Solutions. And of course, we see that happening on the computer screen as, it, as it's read out in voiceover. Um, and then we see that, you know, this, because obviously this information, I'm guessing... You know, the Winklevoss and Divya Narendra, they already know this. And I'm guessing as well, obviously, Mark Zuckerberg knows when he registered the Facebook. And so we then realize that Gage is addressing this to Eduardo. Yeah. And he then asks, to the best of your knowledge, had he even begun work on Harvard Connection? And of course, Eduardo kind of damns him a little bit and says, not to my knowledge, no. Which also makes him look innocent as well. Like It makes him look I, innocent. I didn't know about this. But also... Uh... So I was watching this with, with Emily again, uh, who has never seen the movie, doesn't know what the movie is about, really. And the scene this cuts when he says this, cuts straight to Zuckerberg, who looks up from doodling on his page and looks yeah. straight at him. And she said, that's going to come back to bite him in the ass. <laughs> and she doesn't know she doesn't know who Eduardo Severin is. I don't. Yeah. I doubt she knew that who Mark Zuckerberg was in the movie. Obviously, she knows who Mark Zuckerberg is, but she didn't know who he was playing in the movie because she she doesn't know what the social network's about. So, she just the way that that looked, and I was thinking, yeah, actually, that does come back to bite him in the ass later on because <laughs> yeah. there's a good chance that that moment there and the jealousy that he feels later on is what led him to being more than happy to have him cut out of stuff in the future at the hands of. Yeah. 
Justin Timberlake. <laughs> and then we 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 see the the you know the twins and Divya in a new setting because they're now in the Porcelain. And this is where Cameron is reading his own emails for once. Finally, he gets <laughs> off his throne. And, you know, this is like, I, I kind of like as well how he's read it. But then he's like, what in the world is this? Like he's, you know, he's kind of shocked as what's been. But I don't know if he just doesn't understand the language um, or if he just doesn't, you know, he doesn't know why they're still getting fobbed off when he's like, hey, Cameron, I'm still a little skeptical that we have enough functionality. And then, you know, that's where this minute ends. But obviously, you know, Mark, it seems once again, Mark is throwing technical terms at these these twins, hoping that they don't realize what's going on. Um, and also, I like that this, like, in terms of the flashbacks, this is where we get a solid date because we're shown that, you know, that email is received by the, the twins at the same time that Mark is registering it. And obviously, you know, January 11, 2004 is the date that, you know, Facebook was registered. That's when the site came into existence, you know, which now in 2019, we are, you know, obviously uh, the site itself has been kind of celebrating, you know, like 15 years and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff um, for like the last few months. Um, but yeah, so like this is it, you know, this is the, the established kind of birth of when Facebook happened. Um, and it's kind of interesting because, you know, at the time when, you know, this film came out, uh, it, you know, it was only 2008. So that date was only actually four years, you know, kind of before this film came out. Yeah. So it's really weird because it, it kind of pushes home how how this was kind of very, very recent history. Yeah, um, it also pushes know, and, home how big Facebook got so quickly, because I yeah. remember when Social Network came out. And as I mentioned before, I didn't get a chance to see it in the cinema. But almost everybody had a Facebook account that I knew by that time. Everybody knew who Mark Zuckerberg was by that time. At that stage, people yeah. were like, oh, yeah, he's, he's a guy who does Facebook. He's bigger than Bill Gates now, like, in the space of four years. Like, it's, yeah. it's amazing that he was able to achieve that level of success in that, that length of time. And go through two massive court cases that we're going to learn. What I like about the, the two, uh, the Army's Hammer... Um, discussing this is that one of them is clearly just after working out or being rowing because he's taking off wet socks and just throwing them on the ground which I just I think is a nice little touch it's like yeah they might be rich they might be superstar handsome or whatever but they still have to take off wet socks like the rest of us yeah and also again that's a little kind of that's a little a kind of thing for the audience so they can tell apart you know what's going on with the you know that's obviously Tyler taking off his um, his workout you know, his gear yeah yeah, so again, like, you know, having Tyler be all sweaty and Cameron being, you know, kind of all dry, it's just a nice little way that they kind of, you know, differentiate between the twins when they're on screen for you. They, they're always kind of giving little tiny clues. Uh, also, he says, hey, Cameron. So that kind, of, <laughs> that kind of gives it away a little bit as to which one is talking. Um, but yeah, and again, like, you know, Eduardo's not to my knowledge is kind of like the fact that all this is going on um, it's also setting up the fact that, you know, in a, I, th I think it's in a few minutes time or, you know, a little bit when they do the cease and desist, obviously Eduardo's like, what is this? And he's, again, he's like, he's been left in the dark a little bit. You know, Mark is obviously willing to say, can you give me $200 so I can get a server? But he's not willing to say, oh, by the way, <laughs> we've got these two burly twins that are suing me. One, you know, like one good thing about saying not to my knowledge as well, though, is even if Zuckerberg later on claims that he was working on it eduardo isn't damning him by that he's just saying not to my knowledge i just i didn't i wasn't aware if he was working on it yeah so it's not so yeah in in one way he's saying no but zuckerberg's lawyer can still say well he didn't say no he said not to his knowledge because mark was doing it yeah. when uh eduardo was asleep 
And because it was work he did with the Winkelfoss twins and not nothing to do with Eduardo, he didn't tell him. Well, I mean, at the same time, I also get the feeling that he never did anything. Like, uh, there's, a, there's a weird thing where, obviously, you're, you're, you know, we, we pitch the idea of Harvard Connection. And then we see Mark doing all this coding. And never at any point do we see him coding Harvard Connection. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. <laughs> you know, and that website did eventually exist. And then they changed the name of it, you know, which they, they name dropped later on in the film. And then, you know, they, they kind of sold it and started a different website. And, you know, so it's kind of funny that, you know, we know that Mark hasn't even started, um, you know, and he keeps fobbing them off with all these kind of emails. In the next minute, we're going to, you know, we're going to get to kind of, you know, the, the kind of the damning evidence of how many emails were sent backwards and forwards. And obviously, you know, it feels like we've had every single one of them read out to us uh, in this kind of little stretch of the film. Um, but I don't know, I, I really kind of like, you know, the, the, we're still kind of being kind of shown what's going on with Eduardo at this time. I guess maybe the reason why Eduardo probably wasn't paying that much attention to Mark is he was spending his time standing outside in the freezing yeah, cold. Yeah, to get guys. into Phoenix Club. Yeah, you know, so he was spending his time trying to get, do that. That was his thing at the time. You know, obviously the Winklevoss were busy reading, you know, emails to each other and you know, having Divya read their emails and then, you know, Mark is busy coding. So like I said at the start of the week, this this kind of intercutting is just a nice way of advancing effectively three different storylines all at once whilst containing it within a fourth storyline of the deposition. Um, and then also adding Eduardo to that, which is like the fifth storyline that's going on in the whole thing of, you know, his deposition as well. So it's just nice that they're kind of, there's so many different things that are happening, but they kind of delineate everything very clearly so you know exactly what's happening with every character and exactly what time you know i think the funny thing is now i don't know if the phoenix could have the kind of whole you know um three lies thing because it's in this film and everyone knows it now <laughs> so i i want to i want to believe that maybe like you know in 2009 or something you know any pledges would have had to have different trivia questions <laughs> and it just kind of maybe this is kind of the thing that kind of changed it um, I'm going to guess as well, because I think there was a whole thing with the finals clubs, I think in 2012 or 13 or something, there was a bit of controversy with like the, you know, the hazing and stuff that they did. Um, so I'm going to guess probably some of this stuff that we're seeing here probably doesn't happen today. Um, you know, but I, I don't know. It, I, I think it's kind of just I mean, this is kind of more of a, a kind of transitional minute. Um, but I do, you know, it is, I, I like the fact that, like, you know, this isn't the statue of John Harvard and the kind of little, you know, th th those little kind of things are quite interesting because it, it shows, like, just in that one little kind of answer, it shows how willing Ed Eduardo is to kind of take part. And he's kind of desperate to get into this finals club. He's kind of willing to do study. Um, and at the same time, we also see in contrast how desperate Mark Zuckerberg is not to be caught by the Winklevoss twins. <laughs> and so it's a nice little kind of contrast between, you know, Eduardo's willingness to get involved and, you know, Zuckerberg's kind of, you know, distance, um, you know. And I, like, again, that's something that as the film goes on, it becomes more obvious, you know, how, how kind of how Mark wants to engage with people, which, you know, is through websites, apparently. And how kind of Eduardo's willing to kind of engage with people in the real world. Something, of course, that once they get to like the business plan of what they want the Facebook to be, you know, they again disagree over the direction it should go in. Um, and, you know, the direction Eduardo wants to take it in is is what he's comfortable with. And obviously Mark is more comfortable in, you know, not doing that. I don't think there's much else to say about the minute. Is there anything else you think we need to cover? No, or? it's it's it, it, I think it's it's a good minute. Um, I like the juxtaposition between Eduardo trying to live in the real world and as you said, Mark basically hiding from other human beings 
so that he can get this work done the thing. And I think this really like this is pretty damning evidence. Like he sent this email that says, I don't think your website's gonna work on the same day he uploads and starts the Facebook.com. So Yeah. It it just means, you know again, I'm not saying the movie is taking this stance overall, but in the four minutes we've watched Zuckerberg's the villain of this piece. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because, you know, when they took him into the bike room and all that kind of stuff, you know, I talked about this, like how, you know, Mark goes from his, you know, his his computer class where someone sent him a, a note that says, you dick. And then he gets outside and the Winklevoss twins start buttering him up because they need him to do something for them. And then obviously they take him to the bike room to try and impress him. And, you know, he kind of... He doesn't really fall for it, but at the same time, it, it seems like he's willing to go along with it because it's like a foot in the door to this this kind of club yeah. that he wants to be a part of. And then here we see that, you know, really to do that, you have you have to be willing, like, you know, Eduardo and this kid who's just thrown up, you have to be willing to kind of humiliate yourself. And I don't think Mark was ever, you know, he was never really in the frame to kind of do that. You know, he was always just looking for the, you know, he doesn't even want to attend the Caribbean night, you know, and that's you know, kind of like the most basic of like functions. So there's no way he'd be standing out in the freezing cold, dropping his pants, you know, like that's just not a scenario I see him. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, that, that, but also at the same time, um, it's, it's interesting because, you know, obviously the Facebook is registered in, in the, you know, start of January after Christmas. So I'm guessing that all the stuff with the three lies, you know, that's meant to be, oh, this is, you know, like, um, Massachusetts December, in January. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it it kind of works nicely. That's the kind of attention to detail as well I like from David Fincher. Like, you know, he's not the kind of person like, I don't know, a Michael Bay who's going to have, you know, the entire world being daylight at a certain moment in time uh, in a certain film. Whereas, you know, David Fincher's like, well, this scene's in winter, it's got to be snowing, you know, like, so he's he, he knows exactly what's going on in terms of the timeline. And I kind of like that attention to detail. Um, so if there's nothing else to say about this minute, then I will ask you the Thursday question, which is, what is your favorite social network? Uh, um, well, I've, and I say favorite, maybe, I don't know, maybe most useful or well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, Darren, uh, for me, it's, it's got to be Facebook since it's the only one I'm on and it's the only one I've ever been on. Yeah. So, um, I've never had a Bebo. I never had a MySpace. I, I don't use WhatsApp. I don't use Viber. I don't know any other social media. I've never done a dating website. I have no experience really in this whatsoever literally i joined facebook to keep in contact with a friend who was moving to australia and he was like you have to get on this this is the best way to keep in contact i've never posted on it i use facebook messenger to keep in contact with people that i've made friends with and that's it's literally what like anybody's listening to this my name is ollie brady on facebook try and find a place where i've posted something personal that isn't in the Flophouse Facebook group or the Best Acquaintances <laughs> Facebook group or Media Evil Facebook group. It's just not something I do. So I, I'm not against social media. I think it's a great thing. And it's, I said I use it. I use the messenger or whatever to keep in contact with uh, Chris. But other than that there, it's just, you know, not something. I mean, I've been too busy being an Eduardo. Don't try and make me a mark. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, uh, you know, something for obviously our, uh, you know, listeners of these aisles. Uh, you were never on Friends Reunited, I take it then? No, I was never on Friends Reunited no, or anything you, else. You were never tempted. I, I am. A, I, wait, I'll take this back. I'll take it back, Darren, because technically this might count when you mention Friends Reunited. I used to go on 
to rate my teacher yeah and write bad shit about myself <laughs> so for those of you listening i am a teacher i'm a physics teacher and i used to go on and find my profile on rate my teacher and absolutely destroy myself and i mean some of the stuff i said on that thing was bad <laughs> like very very bad but i find it hilarious because you'd see people going on to and i knew other teachers from my school who would look at it because it was this was it was huge what in 2007 maybe and i had yeah. friends who were teachers who were like oh like really upset about it and i'd be like going at the end of the day nobody who likes you is going is taking the time out at the end of the day and saying i'm gonna go on to a teacher or website to rate my favorite teacher it's always the kid you had a falling out with that day <laughs> <laughs> who is going to go on and go what a bollocks so having a low score means nothing so i used to go on and right this sounds like a humble brag my, my scores were always relatively high because i'm, a, I'm an easygoing dude so I, I rarely fell out with people so i'd just go on and just put in the most ridiculously random stuff <laughs> he beats dogs like that sort of stuff he spat at my little sister you know this sort of thing i'm giving him a one out of five and all that sort of shenanigans because it's just and you can still find them they're still there it's it's pretty funny but like yeah. that that's about as close to social media and i've i've ever really <laughs> done beyond as I said being on facebook it's going to yeah. make my plug in a second sound really weird actually when i think about well it. yeah well then well let's go to plugs then is there anything <laughs> that you wish to plug yeah I, I do two podcasts one of them is called best acquaintances where myself and my best friend interview people we know from social media <laughs> so anybody that we've made friends with through various facebook groups or in emily's case through various other groups because she does have several social media through twitter or whatever we sometimes just give them a shout give them a, a skype call and we we interview them and find out stuff about their, their personal lives and and what's the most exciting stuff that's ever happened to them um darren has been a guest and it was it was very fun it was great to hear about the fact that darren's seen more movies in a year than i've seen in 10 stuff like that uh and then the other one i do is with somebody i met through best acquaintances named sarah f decker and she's a medieval historian and we watch medieval uh movies and she rips them apart for historical accuracy in so much as they're not historically accurate in most times but yeah so i don't do social media but i have a podcast podcast dedicated to my friends on social media and you can find us on myspace at myspace.com slash the social minute on twitter at social underscore minute and on facebook at the social minute podcast uh thanks for being my guest here today ollie oh an absolute pleasure and otherwise see you tomorrow <laughs>